Hello. <laughs> I'm Sammy. I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic Bachelor recap podcast ever. Except no substitutes. Yeah. Fuck substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we had a Bachelor so much this week. I know. I know. I honestly had to schedule the rest of my life around recapping this show. And I like, I, so I had to actually, I mean, it's just, it's that kind of blows my mind right there that I was like, well, you know, right now I'm kind of waiting to move into an apartment. I'm couch surfing. So I'm closer to my new job. (laughs) Then I'm like, well, I got to figure out where I'm staying. And also when I'm going to watch The Bachelor, well, I think it's going to have to happen in real time this week because I got to watch two nights in a row. So like where I was staying was influenced by who would watch The Bachelor with me. (laughs) And of course, my parents delivered. God bless them. God bless. (laughs) They're starting to get really self-conscious about being in the podcast, but they keep delivering really good one-liners so yeah you know, I, I think they're they're an important part of the fabric of this podcast yeah so they just need to deal with it um so i Oops. i mean they're gonna get sweet residuals when we get rich and famous from this. i know thing, right? exactly they're they're not thinking big picture right now they're thinking like oh do you really think we were being thoughtful and i was like yes i do um where oh, what did my mom say well then so i come over and my mom was like you know i really see your point about what you said about, and I don't even remember who it was anymore, but like, I totally agree with you. And I totally get what Steve was saying about so-and-so. And And I was like, oh, wow, you've given this a lot of thought. (laughs) So we've got a fan base, people. We've got a fan base. That's fantastic. Well, I hope hope your parents are are proud of you and and proud of me too. I I need a strong parental figure in my life. So uh, I think they're proud of both of us. Yeah. If you want to adopt me, I'm here for that. They they're they're totally good with adopting people, I think. Sweet. <laughs> so okay, so previously on on this before this four hour ordeal, um, we see Kalen's audition again for The Bachelorette. Um, I haven't read any spoilers. I know it's out there, but I don't know who it's going to be. I've kind of kept myself from that because I've been wanting the to wonder. The yeah. next one, I I have a theory which I will share later. Okay. Um, So anyway, uh, tonight Colton is going to take the next step in his search for true love and people insinuate that he's going to bang them. (laughs) So that's fun. Um, Yeah. But we don't care about that because tonight it's the moment everyone will be talking about tomorrow. Okay. So real quick question. (laughs) Is this the first time in Bachelor history that people have been more excited about something other than the Fantasy Suites on Fantasy Suite episode? Like, wh- no one cared about the what was going to happen in the Fantasy Suite because I think we we're all just like, no one's going to bang. So- yeah, I didn't think anyone was going to bang. Um, my parents had different opinions, and we'll get to that. Okay. 
Um, but I was focused on the fence and I know you were. That's all and, I think about. <laughs> and but, but the best part was like right at the beginning where they show him jumping the fence again, my dad looks at it and he goes, it's like a deer couldn't jump a fence like that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, allegedly it's an eight foot tall fence. Exactly. So, so Colton, my dad thinks you're better than a deer. It's good I'll give for him. him. That. Similar um, personality. <laughs> he is a deer. He really is. He would also eat like food out of my hand. Yeah, probably. If Colt yeah. was at a petting zoo, I wouldn't think much about it. I would just let him eat food out of my hand. Yeah. Um, so Chris and Colton have a little awkward fantasy suite conversation that they call not awkward, but it's very strange because it's like Chris Harrison is like, what's on your mind, son? <laughs> It's just weird. And I'm like, yeah. can we stop talking about this? Like, it's so dumb. Like, I don't care anymore. I really don't. Sure. I didn't care. And I continue to not care about him being a virgin. Big whoop de freaking do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. it's a little it's a little much. I don't know. It's getting cringy for me. Maybe you're like, I'm still riveted by it. I just no. kind of hate it at this point. No, not not at this point. Like the, the only thing really this whole season has been just treading water. People I don't like more treading water, more people I don't like, but also don't have a strong enough emotional response to get fired up about. And then just anticipating the fence jump. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And now I don't think the, there's. The, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> It's like now now that Colton has jumped the fence, <laughs> what is there? What is there left for us? There's nothing. Yeah, unless they're holding some real good footage close to the vest. I mean, they really played this up <laughs> mm-hmm. for nothing. And um, wait, okay. I don't want to get to the women tell all montage yet. So, but just there are a lot of other moments that I like more and we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so Chris wants to know what Colton's going to do in the fantasy suites. Cause no one can have privacy anymore. And it just feels like the weirdest conversation ever. But he was saying, if I feel like I'm in love, I could see it happening 100%. And my, I mean, my guess how he imagined it going was that he was going to do it, <laughs> it, um, with Cassie in the yeah. fantasy suite. That seemed, um, I mean, again, like yeah. his, his hands have been on her butt cheeks the entire time. So that seemed like the most likely, but even then I think he wanted to lose his virginity to Cassie, but I, I don't think he was going to do it on the fantasy suite night because like, um, imagine the gravity of that. You know, but like I, if I it's any other was... season and you're not and you're not sleeping with someone in the fantasy suite, that's fine. But to have like to lose his virginity to someone like that, that pretty much spoils the season, right? How right, is he not going to pick the person he loses his virginity to? I think he would have spoiled it then. I guess that's my thought that maybe because the producers could have made that really interesting too. like, well, he you know, because there's no real real like he could tell her he could end the show early or he could have done it and they could have chosen not to talk about it yeah i guess that was the best choice yeah because like he could have been like listen i'm picking you 
you know? Yeah, but we can't talk about that right now. <laughs> but like, like I'm picking you. So knowing that if you, if you're going to say yes, like, let's do this thing. Like I could a hundred percent see that happening. I mean, look what, like they talk about a lot of stuff in the fantasy suite. That's honestly, I do agree with Tasha where she's like, that's one of the most important things. It really is because they get a chance to talk about things with no cameras and they can be really, really honest with each other. And think about the season with um, Nick and Andy, you know, and he's like, you know, like he takes it as like, like obviously they talked about some really real stuff and she's super let him on. But I also think he was way too fragile. I just don't think anybody was right in that moment. Um, but, you know, it's like that's when you you talk about those serious things and you and maybe you say some things that you don't want to end up on camera like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, like I, I, I bet you that on more than one occasion – someone has said, you know, some bachelor or bachelorette has said to a contestant, like, hey, I'm picking you. Sure, sure. Because, I mean, not every season can come down to the final two. They're just like, oh, I just don't know. I'm so tortured. Well, obviously, like, JoJo, that was like, that was like the most obvious season ever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, no shit. She doesn't care about anybody else. I don't know, like, how she's pretending to care as much as she is. Um. But anyway, that's my theory that that because they because they would have loved that because then they would have been like the most surprising bachelor finale ever. It ended after the fantasy suites. Oh, my God. You know, like. Yeah. Instead of like the eight hours of bacheloring that we're going to have to do over the course of the next. Two yeah. Years. They'd have to come up with something else to to record, which would have pissed them off, probably. But, you know, they would have been I'm sure it would have just been like. Oh, how he feels now that he's not a virgin anymore. (laughs) Stupid bullshit that they're going to do because, you know, because it's Colton and he's, you know, he, how is his skin not dry if he showers that much? I don't know. And and ask you you this. Listen, (laughs) I, I am not a, a muscular man or a man who should be not wearing a shirt. I'm very, I'm soft and bony. (laughs) However, that being said, that's the name of your new chicken wing place. Soft and bony. <laughs> God. <laughs> My new hit pop single. Uh, okay. <laughs> Colton is a physically fit man. Yes. But he is not some, like, you know, cut Adonis, like, Greek statuesque man or something. Like, he doesn't even have, like, a visible six pack. All right. He's not completely jacked. So right. I don't understand why we have to see him like shirtless and showering like he is the sexiest man on earth. I don't, I don't get why that's his thing. You know, I think maybe am I missing something? What's no, his sexy think, level here? I think maybe it's because he's like approachably cute, sexy, where maybe they're playing it up because like more women are like, yeah, I could get that. Sure. I, I guess that, that makes <laughs> sense. That makes more sense. You I know, just, being, I was just thinking, someone, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, being someone who's dated, I've like date dated like really, really ripped dudes, like intimidatingly ripped, Ugh. and yeah, that's exactly what my reaction was. <laughs> I was just like, not my thing, not my thing. It really isn't. But it's like, oh, but you've got like good muscles, but you also like snacks, <laughs> like. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess Dreamy. He's, he's, there's more balance there. I, yeah. I don't understand why anyone would want to date some super ripped muscle man. Like think about like like cuddling or sleeping next to that person. It's just like yeah. spooning a rock. You spoon yeah. me, you get at least a, a nice soft layer of fat before you get to my natural boniness. <laughs> yeah, it's so unpleasant. I mean, yeah, you need yeah. You need something you need like a yeah, a human pillow. <laughs> So nice. Um, but anyway, so, oh, so they're in Port Portugal. They're in Algarve, which I was convinced they were pronouncing wrong, mm. but everybody said it the same way. And I don't, I speak Spanish, but not Portuguese. So I was like, well, maybe this is how they pronounce it in Portugal. I got no clue on that but one. But it looked like it would be like Algarve or something, but they just kept saying Algarve, so I was like, well, I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, um, either they're right or some PA got fired, one or the other. Yeah, but they're in the southwest corner of Portugal. Looked gorge. Um, oh, this was where my mom was telling me. So, so the girls are reflecting, but I didn't really hear a lot because my mom was talking about how much she agreed with you and me on our points about Tasha. <laughs> And I think it was about how she is like too much for him. Yeah. 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 Well, cause she is, that's just, that's the long and short of it. That's, yeah. that, that's like all their relationship is, is he sees her as a curiosity that he's attracted to. And then she just pushes him to do things that make him wildly uncomfortable for her own amusement. And then there's yeah. just, but you could tell that, I, I think she is like physically attracted to Colton and she's maybe attracted to him, like the whole Colton personality on some level, but also you could see in her eyes, man, just when he talks to her, there's like a strain to listen and respond. <laughs> like they're, they're yeah. on two different levels. I, there's no way that that pans out and he picks her. Well, I mean, even yeah, the only way that they connect with each other is through adrenaline. Yeah. And that's not good. No, because, seems like uh, that, that stuff tends to wear off, you know. Because they're like, we got to up the ante. And I'm like, wow, you're going to be really disappointed when you're watching Black Mirror on the couch. I don't. Maybe they're going to live their lives like the movie Point Break, you know. Just always yeah, maybe. that next wave. Yeah, maybe. I just, you know, that's the only way that they could live. Like, they're setting a real shit precedent for themselves if they thought they stood any kind of a chance. And they're like... Oh, we're gonna go up in a helicopter now. It's like, oh, fuck! Like, <laughs> do something normal. How about go back to even just like do another shopping date? Those are fun. Um, I like watching montages of cute clothes. Uh, but yeah. So then they get up in the helicopter and we get a geography lesson, mm -hmm. and we find out that their major exports are figs and olive oil. Another chance. For Colton to make a joke. Extra virgin. <laughs> Kill me. Ah, ha, ha. Kill me. <laughs> never, never ending. Yeah. But this is cool. I, it's, I honestly, this date, not to like, to step away from the snark for a minute. This was like the coolest looking date to me. Like we're going up in a helicopter and then we're going to land like at a castle on a cliff. Like, yes, all of that. That sounds awesome. I would it, do. It was very late season bachelor of them. I could say that much. It, yeah. it was it was pretty impressive. It was 
barely on a cliff, according to Tasha. I mean, it was just clinging to that cliff because she also wanted to feel like she was in danger in the castle. I know. Did she <laughs> probably want to like base same. jump off of it or something? <laughs> right? Yeah. I, seriously. Um, at some point, Tasha says something about him being her person. And my mom was, or no, or Colton said my person. Yeah, Colton said something about my person, but my mom was like, ugh. (laughs) That's the correct response, mom. She's like, I hate when people say my person. (laughs) Also, Colton, you don't know shit about whether or not she's your person. You don't know anything about who your person is. Clearly, as demonstrated throughout this episode of this entire season. Colton, what's your greatest fear? I don't remember. Can you tell me again about what your greatest fear is? Is it clowns? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, is it someone leaving you (laughs) at the end of the show? I don't know why we have all this crazy foreshadowing. It's so strange. Um, So let's see. I just was, oh, I didn't have a whole lot that I wanted to talk about with this date. No, it was it was it was fun, like and it was beautiful, but it, there's not yeah. there's not a lot going on. I mean, I I don't see their relationship isn't progressing any at this point, which that's kind of how it tends to be towards this part of the season is people kind of have their lanes and you can kind of see where things are going to shake out. Uh and I think we we've gotten what we're going to get from Tasha. This is exactly what the relationship is and I I don't see it growing beyond what we've been given. Yeah, there'll be a hot air balloon ride, and then they're done. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they go from there? I and think then, then the Colton will dump her by throwing her out of the hot air balloon, and then she'll parachute down to the ground. Yeah, and then she'll be like, what a rush. I love him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and then they were like, coming up tonight, Colton blows his load. I mean, screws up champagne. But then his world comes <laughs> crashing down. Wah, wah, wah. Will our intrepid hero still have blue balls? Tune in and find out. (laughs) Probably. Um, But yeah, so let's see. Then we have another awkward conversation because I can't enjoy things in life anymore. I have to watch the show and hear this conversation happen over and over again. Um, You know, he talks about intimacy being really like a big deal. Or no, she's trying to tell. Wait, she tells him that. Sorry. Tasha tells him that. He talks about how he thought about the first time several times. And the best thing about this whole scene when they're at dinner is that her boobs keep falling out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm and thinking about it right now. Well, it's exciting. Um, but it was funny. Like, she was really, f- I-, I honestly thought she was really funny how she handled it. Yeah. Like, she was just like, LOL, my boobs are <laughs> and, like, and she was like, oh, it's a nip slip. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, ratings gold. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, like, Colton is like a cartoon wolf, and his eyes are popping out of his head. And, and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> um, the proper response. Yeah, but I do. I actually really like Tasha. I think she's got a good head on her shoulders, and I lo- and the way that she has kind of thought through things is similar to the way that I've thought through things in my life, you know? So, you know, she was like, I mean, besides just, I mean, so she relates to Colton because she waited until her husband, but then he cheated on her cause he's garbage. Yeah. Um, but you know, she was like, I know my self worth cause I went through the hardest thing in a relationship, you know, and now I, 
kind of came out the other side and I, I know what I'm all about. And, and I totally, I experienced the same thing. So I really relate to her and, and it's, you know, it, it does take something like that sometimes to kind of reevaluate and be like, well, fuck that. I'm better than, that. <laughs> you yeah. know, and she does seem really like sure of who she is and, um, and like good for her. But yeah, that does mean that she's like not on the same level as Colton. <laughs> no, no, totally different. <laughs> By space. a lot. Yeah. And I, I just, I, yeah, I can't. Like I, I've kind of like gone through each of the remaining three and I'm like, okay, like what are the circumstances that need to happen or like what things need to be true so that this is your winner at the end of the season? And I, I honestly, even though there's nothing just like there's no red flags, there's nothing like, oh, this is obviously wrong with your relationship. I, I don't see a way forward with Colton and Tasia because outside of the like like you mentioned with the adrenaline thing like that's basically they're always just hyped up in everything they do and and that's not what real life is like and i think hopefully they're both smart enough to realize that but i just i don't see them ending up together yeah it's just not yeah but i think she yeah i i don't know i really i don't think it'll happen but i'm rooting for her to be the next bachelorette because i think she'd be a really good bachelorette yeah I think she's likable enough to do it, you know, like nobody dislikes her. Um, I mean, she did some stuff at the beginning that kind of could have made her, you know, like the villain, but you know, it wasn't like that bad. It was just like, Oh, I'm stealing time. Like what everyone should be doing. She just played the game. Right. Um, and she seems like fun and she's got a real job. So yeah, let's make her the bachelorette, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Let's see. Oh, so they go to the fantasy suite Mm -hmm. and like he invites her. She says yes. And then I love like right after it was like castanets. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, because we're in Portugal. We got to play castanets. That's what they do. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Okay. Um, But then, oh, Okay, so this is this is where my parents were were interjecting again. Um, she said something about like him not like better not be a virgin when we get out of there or whatever, you know, like something. God, yeah, like that. And my mom goes, "Well, he better not if he's doing it right." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Geez." And then my dad was like, "Well, you know, it's just to talk things over and get to know each other better." <laughs> I just like the idea of Colton just dropping his pants down to his ankles and then he does a little penguin waddle over the bed and he's just holding his dick and he goes, what do I do with this? What do I do? Well, you know, but he's, he goes, I've pretty much done every, I mean, I'm experienced in other ways, like, like a kid in like, I don't know, like a kid in early high school or something who shouldn't be experienced or may or probably shouldn't be experienced and is like trying to show off to their friends, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's the way it sounded. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it's like, well, one, it's like, are you Colton? I don't know. And then also if he is, it seems like by by the time he got to the next morning, it seems like him and Tasha didn't do anything. So it's like, listen, man. If you're not going to lose your virginity to her, at, at least spend eight hours going down on her. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> do the Use Lord's work. Time. Come on. Use that time. Yeah, it was just weird. Well, it was funny. Like, 
<laughs> my mom goes, well, the world wants to know when the segment started. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really couldn't get a read from what Tasha was saying because she was like, you know, last night was new territory for both of us. It was interesting. I don't know when the last time was that Colton spent that kind of time with a woman. I could pick up on how nervous yeah. he was. So, so and then, I got to see him for how he truly is. And I was like, ooh, inept in the bedroom? Like, Yeah, I, I, don't, I wonder what he tried to do. Like, yeah, it seems like he did something wrong, <laughs> don't you think? I, I, I don't, there's, there's so many things that he could do wrong that it's, it's really, it's fun to think about. <laughs> I don't want to think about it too much. I just want to think about him eating snacks. <laughs> Maybe that's all that's he did. It. He's like, oh wow, chocolate covered strawberries. He just sat on the like love seat and just <laughs> ate them all, and then Tasha fell asleep. <laughs> it was interesting. Or maybe I maybe really it's like a like a middle was. school slumber party and they just like did each other's hair and painted each other's nails and talked about other contestants and then went to bed. Yeah, maybe he was like, Can can we play that game where like you close your eyes and I and I push you and it feels like you're falling off a building? <laughs> I played that a lot when I was in elementary school. <laughs> that was a big sleepover party thing for girls it was like let's scare the shit out of each other <laughs> so weird um if i think about the things we did at sleepovers i'm like was some of that witchcraft maybe um possibly light as a feather stick as a board that's what that's what oh hell yeah played. yeah yeah oh yeah that's i was thinking that but then i was like but there's only two people so then i was like oh must have been the building yeah. thing well that's what tasha was um, saying when she said it was kind of weird you know like <laughs> she's like he tried to play light as feather of his board but there's just one of each of us so we just <laughs> laid there like that the whole night until we fell asleep it was really strange <laughs> uh <laughs> so tasha tells him she loves him which i guess was new information i can't keep up um but he wasn't ready to take the next step. So he goes, I'm not in love, but I'm falling in love. Oh, boy. And Tasha says she's on the brink of an emotional breakdown. Mm. And I can't wait till she gets to see this episode. <laughs> she, like, I'm sure she felt a little bit worse after she saw it. So, okay. So Colton's on to Tasha. So next, we're with Cassie. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, at the beginning of the episode, there was some little thing with Cassie where he was like, oh, you're so quirky and you're so weird. And I'm like, it's always it's always that thing like that usually seems to indicate who they pick when they say that it doesn't happen every season, but it happens enough that I've noticed where it's like you're so quirky and weird and goofy and cute. And then it's like, oh, that's the person they're going to pick. <laughs> yeah. Like I think about Sean and Catherine and that was like a hundred percent their relationship. Oh, sure, sure. I, I don't know. Or like Ashley and JP or, you know, people like that. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, so oh, but the best thing was is so they so okay, this is another thing that made me like Colton. Cause I like him. I'm just gonna accept it. Um they have espresso and they do like the pinkies out thing, mm -hmm. which I thought was very cute. And then he goes, are we going to get after this food or what? 
Very odd brand for Colton. Yeah. And this was, see, this is the kind of date that I'm talking about. This is like everyday life date. Like we're taking a trip with like a normal couple with a normal budget. And we're going to drink espresso and then we're going to go shopping. Um, And, oh, I was also like waiting for a wall kiss the whole time they were walking down that little corridor. I was like, oh, when are they going to have a wall kiss? Oh, there it is. Um, (laughs) the dancing was cute too. I thought that was very cute with the old people dancing. Oh yeah. No, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah. Um, and my mom, and and he was like, I'm more myself than ever. And Cassie makes me feel complete. My mom just goes, if she's not the one I give up. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious at this point that he has the strongest, like just physical connection with her. And I, I don't yeah. know what their conversations are like or like what the intellectual or emotional connection is beyond just that physicality. Because every time we see them, they're making out and he has two hands on her butt. But like, yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I don't know. It just it's it seemed very obvious since their first one on one that when it comes to just straight up physical chemistry, which goes a long way in a show like The Bachelor, where you've only known people for about three seconds. Like you can't even touch their their physical chemistry. Like none of the other contestants can. No, you can't touch it, but they can. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a lot. Colton is a lot of touching, a lot of touchy touch. All all the touching. Um, but yeah, so so they're like the beginning of their date is cute and whatever, and they get a drink and um, and then that's when she asks him, "How was your conversation with my dad?" <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is where she's going to get upset. Also, talk about a plant question. Like, I guarantee that, like, one of the producers was like, and make sure you ask Colton how his convo with your dad was, because that's super important. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, totally. And they're like, and they're like, well, we bet it went really well. We remember it going pretty well. So it's just going to play us really cute. Don't worry about it. And then they're like, oops, we forgot. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. She asks that and and then, you know, like he's just like, well, he kind of dances around it a little bit. And then he's like, well, I mean, I didn't get her your, your dad's approval, but like, I mean, you know, I'm serious and <laughs> and then and like, then she I, seemed I don't give a shit. She seems both shocked and upset by this. So yeah. obviously upset, but are you really shocked? Like you don't know your father well enough to be like, oh yeah, I saw this coming, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. I, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I totally feel like I would have known how he would have reacted, like my dad, yeah. you know what I mean? And they like, had a conversation immediately after Colton had his conversation with her father. The two of them had a conversation. So how was this not abundantly clear to you? Like what? <laughs> or why didn't you ask him then? Yeah, I don't know. That whole thing was very weird. Um, so so then he's like, but yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean, you know, I think he was kind of, I think his whole point, and maybe he didn't fully get to it, but th- what I thought he was saying was like, or, or what he was thinking in his mind was like, listen, I'm going to, like, I, I think he was probably thinking, I'm going to pick her in the end, and I'm going to approach her dad again. Yeah. And I'm going to ask him then. And he'll totally say yes because it's just going to be me and her, you know. Yeah, like, that's 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 the game plan in, in his head. 
And but he thinks yeah, that, th- that not only is that going to happen, but also that he'll be able to propose and that Cassie will say yes, despite not having her father's permission, yada, yada, yada. So it's just. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was like he saw it as all working out and he wasn't worried about it all at all. And she was like, you're OK with that. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, well, and um, it makes me wonder, too, like. I'm sure Colton has talked about this, but I really struggle to see, like, has he ever had a meaningful long-term relationship <laughs> with a woman? Or yeah, I, everything I, I he does is very so. childlike, you know? Like, yeah. he treats relationships like a 14-year-old would. Yeah, totally. I mean, everything about this felt bad. Um and and I totally get where Cassie was coming from, but at the same time, I don't think she should have been surprised. And if she was kind of already like leaning towards not going through with it yeah. or, you know, or whatever, like, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe what she expected him to say, this is, this is a thought on the fly. Mm-hmm. Maybe what she expected him to say was, well, listen, you know, if your dad's not comfortable with it, I don't care if I'm engaged at the end because- you know, whoever I'm with, I just want to be with them. And like, that's just, that's just a label that doesn't matter to me. I'm going to look at the content of the relationship. So, you know, anyone who I didn't get a blessing from, like, I just addressed that after the show or whatever. And maybe that's kind of what she was looking for and she didn't get it from him. That would be, uh, that's another theory. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, I, I got no clue, but it's just, (laughs) <laughs> as soon as this conversation started happening, I was like, well, I I could see there's a straight line to a fence jump happening right now. I, can, I picture the whole thing played out in my head. Yeah, I was like, well, this is what it's all about. There couldn't be about anything else, you know. Um, but yeah, and she's like, I don't think I've ever been confused about something so big. It's just so hard. And it was just the most serious round of that's what she said ever. And it was hard <laughs> to take her seriously. Um, but yeah, he feels guilty. Once we get back from commercial and he's like, you know, I think the night's going to get better, though. But no, because here comes a surprise guest. Oh, who was it? Yes. I know. <laughs> Cassie's dad. Oh, why? <laughs> why did this need to happen? Well, the answer is, is because she needs parental supervision. Like she should not be on the show. She should have like what are those little uh, like a child leash? She, she needs a child leash, basically, because. The conversation that transpires between her and her father, and then you compare that to the one, the conversations that her and Colton are having, the one that like Colton and her dad had, and you're like, oh my God, we are dealing (laughs) with absolute children. Just children. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, and she's got like a serious career path too. I don't know if you heard, but she got flack for having speech pathologists as her Chiron because she's still in school. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So she's she's not a speech pathologist just yet, but she's becoming one. Yeah. But I mean, that's like a pretty like you can't be a you know, student like though an- on on The Bachelor or like whatever she does. She probably works at like a surfboard shop or something. <laughs> well, I think she's like practicing as a student. I don't know. I now I feel bad because I I have I know some people in speech pathology, and if they listen to this, they'd be like, "That's not how it works." But I don't know how it works. But I'm pretty sure you can start working with patients before you're like fully licensed or whatever. And then you know, but the title is different. It's like 
speech pathology assistant or something like that. She addressed it on her Instagram a long time ago. Um, but she, but anyway, she's on the way to a, to a very real and cool career. That's not just content creator. This comes from someone who is a content creator for a living. So I don't know why I'm like shitting all over content creators all the time. It's like, that's all I do. I create content. Um, Imagine calling yourself that though. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, that's not my job title. <laughs> I should have, when I got my new job, could you just call me content creator? <laughs> See how well that went over. They'd be like, Oh no. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like, she that that takes extra schooling and you got to be really serious and passionate about something specific so it is weird to see someone like that also be like daddy yeah. <laughs> you know like, it's just strange uh-huh <laughs> that's the only way that i can put it um but yeah so he he wants to know if cassie loves colton and he's like how are you feeling about that you know and she goes I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, Ugh. yeah, it was, it was the most cringy response and the least convincing response possible. Yeah. It was just like, I oh think I do. God. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I yeah, love him. I'm Ugh, sure. yeah, <laughs> and she goes, well, I wish I could have more time. And I'm like, Cassie is the smartest person on this show, despite maybe her immature relationship dynamics. Mm-hmm. I mean, She's saying things like, this is a big deal and I need more time. And like, this is crazy. And like, yeah, anytime someone kind of, you know, I guess I'd call it like kind of breaking the fourth wall where it's like, this is not a realistic way to become involved with somebody. Yeah. (laughs) This is crazy. Um, But her dad makes good points where he's like, you know, if you came to hometowns and you were like, bing, you know, like if you were excited, I would have been more supportive. But I don't think you lit up the way that you should have mm-hmm. around him. Yeah. You know? Um, and she kind of thought hometowns were going to be where she solidified things and where she felt her best. But instead, she got more worried about it. Um, and she's kind of worried that she's, like, doubting the process too much. And um, – but I do like what her dad said too. And he was like, well, when I met your mom, I wasn't looking for a relationship at all. But then she came into my life and it was like, boom, I was struck, you know? And he's sure. like, I, you know, I think that if you knew, you would know, you know? <laughs> and, um, and maybe maybe that's true, but also I'm sure there's people that, you know, their relationships had to build up over time or something like that. And yeah, I mean, I've heard of people too that, um, I, I, I have friends that they started off as like, just like literally just like friends acquaintances and then they were they were roommates for a while with like other people and then just out of nowhere they're like oh we're gonna date and then they like got married shortly thereafter so it's like i think everybody is different but yeah at the same time in the back of your head i don't think you should have that much doubt especially if what you're looking for at the end of this very short process is a proposal like if you don't have that instant connection it's not going to work for The Bachelor. Right. It's definitely not going to work for The Bachelor. And I think I think if you've experienced that kind of feeling, I get, uh, you know, as a dad, I get him wanting her to experience the same thing. Or he's like, and he can only speak from his own experience, right? Like, you know, this happened and it's going to, I mean, it seems like he's so happy and he's convinced like this is going to last the rest of my life. And it probably will, you know? And 
I think he's just like, well, I know that that model works for me. Yeah, yeah. And I want it to work for you the same way because to me that's like the best thing ever, you know. And what was it? He said – I'm trying to find it. I don't know if I put it. But he said something about like, you know, I'm just so – like, you know, like I want you to – like kind of like I want you to be with somebody who you get like excited to be with every day. Yeah, yeah. And – I get that. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. Like if you can, if you can find that, that's great. And so, yeah, I think that's, I I understand where he's coming from and yeah, maybe it's kind of narrow, but that's kind of a dad's job, right? To want the absolute like best, most romantic picture perfect thing for their daughter. Like, but maybe they don't always say it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they're probably thinking it. I don't know. Um, but it honestly, it, it felt like, I don't know, it, it felt like a, a teenage girl was about to run off with her teenage boyfriend. Like, it, it felt like the plot of a, like, 1950s, like, rebellious teen <laughs> movie. And the dad was just like, no, honey, you don't really love him. And she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking love him. Are you? <laughs> like, and that, that's the other part of I it, too, know. is she didn't seem convinced at first. And then he talked to her and then, like, she was very malleable. Like, she didn't offer enough resistance it didn't seem like yeah that's true i don't know <sighs> i don't know i think cuz you could also read it as like she was trying to find someone to talk her out of it and maybe it but maybe it's also because she felt so strongly that she was like this can't be real And then when someone was like, yeah, it's not real. She's like, see, I knew it wasn't real. But, you know, maybe she was like trying to talk herself out of it because she was getting too far into it. I think that is also likely Um, based on some of the things that she said later. But so so this is like that whole we know a bomb's about to go off and Colton does not know. And we're yelling at the TV going, Colton, you're going to jump a fence. It's very exciting <laughs> it's for you, Colton. Be- <laughs> Get ready, Colton. Um, so he's like, she's the one, you know. And he's like, my heart is complete when I think of Cassie. And, you know, uh, he's just so excited. And then he finds out that Cassie's dad came to Portugal. And my my parents were both like, why isn't he more surprised by that? Yeah, you would think. And I was like, I don't know. He probably knew. Um, like producers probably couldn't keep it from him. I don't know. But but Colton is looking scared <laughs> at dinner then. And, um, you know, she was saying like, my dad and my mom had no doubts about each other and I can't say the same thing, you know. And I would I would hate to see I – w- I wouldn't want to see you leaving here, you know, not getting what you came for. and. He's like, I mean, it's like he's trying to get her into a used car today. (laughs) You know, he's like, he's like, listen, you know, you know, she's like, I love you so much. And, um, and she's like, but, but she's like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Here's another. Yeah. That (laughs) was weird. And this should be nuts, by the way, because over the course of this fight, or meltdown or 
Colton pathetically trying to to keep her from leaving. Uh, this whole thing. She probably said I love you to him a half dozen times. Definitely. That's just weird. <laughs> it is so weird. Um, so she's like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Which Do you remember that commercial where this guy was like selling little dolls that had sayings for like a dollar? Oh, you know, yeah, you'd be yeah. like, don't go there. One dollar. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. <laughs> Talk to the hand. I don't know. This was like probably late 90s, early 2000s. Um, that's what it makes me think of. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Um, anyway, so she's like, I don't know why after today I'm not, I don't know. I just feel like I'm having doubts about it. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so confused. And he's just like, and then it all sinks in and he's like, oh shit. You oh, know? He's like, bad, yeah. were you planning on leaving tonight? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, um, and she's like, well, I wasn't sure if I could get there, you know, and she walks out and commercial break. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, at that point, too, I'm like, this, I, I was just like, oh, my God, he's not going to jump the fence. We've been lied to. She's going to jump the fence. It was a body double. Um, <laughs> so so she walks away and then he follows her because, of course, and he's like, I don't want to lose you. And I was surprised when he was like, sit back down. I was like, shit. <laughs> um, also, I just made the note that there couldn't be more on the walls in the background if they tried. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in the background. I don't know if you noticed, but there are like photos and, and potted plants. You have, and a, you have a keen eye. I didn't even notice that. Tapestries. It was so cluttered. I couldn't not look at it. It was like, what I think is they did not intend on showing that wall. That wall was for... Well, if if we wanted to have one confessional over here and one over here, and then they're sitting here, we have three different looks all in one wall. Boom. Like, that's what it felt like. But they were like, oh, well, she walked away and sat back down. So now you have to see the ugly ass wall. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I pay attention to. Uh, so, yeah. And so he just kind of puts all of his cards on the table. He's like, I want to be with you. I want to be around you. I can't stop thinking about you. This is like his one Harry Mazzali moment. You know, he's like, I love you. I I love that you're cold when it's 64 degrees. And I love that you order, you know, dressing on the side or whatever. I don't know, that whole thing. Um, you know, he's like, it's not easy going through days with other women when all I'm thinking about is you. This is the rest of my life. This is bigger than anything going on right now. And he doesn't want to give up or walk away. And he goes, it's okay not to know. Um, and she's just like, well, do you not think I should know by now? <laughs> And he's really, really, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard to watch because he's trying so hard to keep her there and she is pulling away. But, and he's like, I care for you. I love you. I want to be with you at the end of this. And she goes, how can you say that? <laughs> he's like, I feel that strongly about you. And then he starts shaking. Oh God. Yeah. This is getting really like, I get that he's hurt and that he was not expecting any of this, but oh my God. Colton, pull it together. Like this is not gonna work. The like what is what does he think he can say or do that is gonna change her? Like it, it just got sad. It got real sad real quick. I know, and she's like, stop shaking. He's like, I can't. And then we were saved by a McCafe donut commercial. 
and that commercial sucked. Yeah. Do you remember when? Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but. Oh God! Yeah, no, I I I saw that one. Those commercials are they're pretty great. You know, it's like oh yeah, you remember when McDonald's invented churros? Because McDonald's remembers when McDonald's invented churros. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the kids behind me more sugar because that's what their dad needs. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. That's how you get kids to come. Mean down. old man. Loaded with sugar. And he's like, I'll just take a coffee. It's <laughs> like, what the hell is this commercial? <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, uh Jesus. <laughs> it, it just it, I could not deal with Colton at this point. It really, because he's he's shown his immaturity throughout this whole process, which, to be fair, it is a process that encourages rampant in, like immaturity and, and not making proper life decisions. Right. However. Well, and he's a 26-year-old virgin. Also true. <laughs> Did we expect him to be mature? No. I friggin' no, hope not. He's been and punching it's like, above his weight like- class. He's, he's been doing somehow better than my... my <laughs> Okay, do admittedly very low expectations for him, but he's been doing better. And this is just like, okay, you're exactly where what I thought you were. Yeah, and now he's saying kind of a B I T C H. Um so wasn't Sean a virgin? Mm, I don't know. Because Kath Catherine was. I don't think Sean was. That's a good question. I thought he was, because because I know Catherine was. And I was pretty sure Sean was, or at least he was like born again or something. Maybe that was it. Cause, yeah. Cause it was a big deal when they slept together, but like Sean had like enough going on that they really didn't talk about it, which is why we're both like, wait, was he? Okay. So Sean is <laughs> way worse. Uh, I, I just, I just figured this out. So Colton Underwood is the first, uh, I will call him natural virgin. <laughs> Sean Lowe is a born again virgin. Was he born again? Celibate. Did you just yes, Google it? I, celibate when he was on the show. So I know he didn't. Yeah. yeah. Sean did not fuck, but also he did the thing where he's like, I had sex. And then they like give him a virgin baptism and they do like wackadoodle yeah. evangelical Christian stuff to say, actually, you're a virgin again. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was born again. Okay. And. Yeah, I mean, Colton, like, well, I'm just saying that, like, even though that was the case with Sean, like, it at least in my memory, it wasn't, like, a big topic of conversation. With Colton, it's all anybody talks about all the time, and I'm so it's, annoyed. Because it, it's, like, his most, like, other than Colton-like food, Colton no-do sex. That's, like, <laughs> his, his only other defining characteristic. right. And it's like even Ashley I brings well Ashley I brings way more to the table. I shouldn't even say even like she brings more to the table. Ashley is like incredibly watchable to me. I just think she's so fun to watch. I mean, now that she's like coupled up, not as fun to watch because I like her breakdowns. But I'd still watch her. I still think she's really funny. Or like uh, Scallop Fingers was a virgin too, but all I think of her is a Scallop Fingers. So what's <laughs> better? I don't know. Name. <laughs> it is. And to hear Alexis talk about scallop fingers, like Alex Alexis, I mean, she's just the best. And her recounting of the whole scallop fingers thing and then and then Wells doing the whole thing with like the puppets is still one of my favorite moments. 
I still think it's like freaking awesome because I'm like, this is my sense of humor. Yeah. Like they get me. Um, but anyway, so okay. So he's shaking. He's like, I don't want to lose you, you know, and he's like, I don't care if you're going to leave. I'm not going to stop fighting for you. And she's just like really trying to get out of that car. And she's like, I feel like staying here is making the wrong decision for me. And he's like, so that's it, you know. And and then my it was me and my parents who were all like, jump the fence, go, jump it, jump it. Um, he walks Cassie out. But the whole thing is so weird because they're still like, I love you. And, da, da, da. and he's like, I wasn't expecting you to know right now. But it's like, yeah, but you were expecting her to know two days from now. Like, yeah, that's the other thing too. It's not two weeks. I'm not an idiot. It's like two days. There's just, yeah, the timeline is so condensed. I don't know what, what the hell he's thinking. And he's not thinking. He's panicking because in his head, he had the person picked out for him. And then, spoiler alert, it's the woman who's been telling you for literally like three weeks now that she's not at the same level as you, and yet this is the person that you've hitched your wagon to. So congratulations, Colton. You've played yourself. Right. And she was one of the people that everyone was warning him about. Imagine that. One of the two that everybody was like, well, you better look out for this one. And then he's like, whoa, I had to look out for that one. I'm so surprised. I'm like... Oh God, Colton. Um, so he, yeah. So she goes to the to she leaves the used car and goes into a limo. Um, and she's ugly crying in the car, and my mom goes, "It's a limousine. They can't afford a box of Kleenex." Nope, none of that. <laughs> this is when my mom starts to get really critical about the lack of Kleenex available on the show. Um, it continues <laughs> into Tuesday. Uh, so, but yeah, so Cassie's like, I didn't think it was going to be that hard. And Colton takes off his mic and starts walking off and you hear someone go, somebody get Chris. <laughs> I, I think she and knew exactly like, how hard it was going to be. Her mascara was running. She, she did that on purpose. Yeah. And then Chris is like, Colton, Colton. And then. Then Chris Harrison, so Colton jumps the fence because we all knew it was going to happen. Well, you didn't know it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. It's like the moon landing, like we saw it, but did it actually happen? <laughs> Look at how those shadows are, though. Um, so he jumps, and then Chris Harrison says the, my favorite Chris Harrison line forever. And he goes, he just jumped the fucking fence. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Put that on a t-shirt. I will so buy it. So <laughs> super underrated part of the fence jump moment. Colton obviously jumps the fence because he's like a football man, athlete person. And then he runs off yes. into the Portuguese night. <laughs> and then the cameraman who has to go after him, instead of like going through the fence like a normal human who's not overwhelmed by emotion, like schlubby cameraman tries to jump the fence as well. And then they decide to include the footage of the camera guy, like trying to get over the fence. How did I miss that? I just heard them say, open the fence. That's that's the best part is like, as the cameraman is like going over the fence, like he's physically on top of it. You hear him say, open the fence. And then the fence like immediately opens. And I don't know if it's just edited that way, but it just looks like the, the camera guy's a complete asshole. (laughs) <laughs> he's like if Colton can do it I can do it too we both yeah. like uh, I'm gonna do it with a um, uh, you know 20 pound camera on my shoulder as well 
Yeah, so I'm going to be the real hero of the show. I don't know if you watch Below Deck, um, but a cameraman saved somebody's life um, on the most recent season. Not all cameramen can be Ooh, heroes, sir. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was really it was it was legit dramatic. It was not a most dramatic moment bullshit. Mo- it was like um, really scary. Someone almost died, and uh, and this guy thought real fast and saved his life. It was really incredible. Anyway, so so they're in the middle of Port- Portugal, <laughs> middle of nowhere, and he's gone. <laughs> and there's like a barking dog and. And that's where we're yeah, gonna go pet puppies. That's where we're left on Monday. Is just <laughs> in the middle of Portugal. Uh, yep. uh, and I won't talk about what he said he was thinking immediately after just yet. I'm gonna save that, but that was also great. Um, but then we get the women tell all, which is usually my favorite episode. Or maybe I always think it's going to be my favorite episode. And then I'm like, this isn't as good as Real Housewives Reunions. This sucks. I think I always want it to be like Real Housewives Reunions. <laughs> and then no. it's not. God. And then I'm like, nobody brought printed out text messages. What are you doing? <laughs> this reunion, it it almost broke me. I was, especially the first hour of it is just like agonizing. Yeah, I didn't fully focus, um, but I have <laughs> plenty of observations now that I'm scrolling through. I'm like almost as long as Sammy. I, I gotta tell the you, recap for the I don't episode. blame you for not being fully focused because it's difficult to focus when there's like a dozen women screaming over each other. And then my <laughs> favorite thing too is like when the you know like out in the first week, uh, I, I call them top rowers because they always stick them in the top row because yeah. they don't actually need to you know do anything or say anything all of a sudden they have like really strong opinions about everything and i'm just like you're basically being a, like a podcaster at this point you're a you're a bachelor pundit <laughs> you you have yeah. no like you have slightly more experience than anyone in that audience but other than that it's like why are you talking so much yeah it's like that one girl on Ari's season who kind of came out of nowhere but even she had more airtime than some yeah. of these girls you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember her name, though. See, that's how relevant she was. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> Colton's worst nightmare came true. Remember all that foreshadowing we did? Well, guess what? Look, there it was. And it was an eight-foot-high fence that he jumped. Is the show over? Will Colton return? Will he remain a virgin? We'll find out next week because fuck you. That's why we're going to instead talk to these women and watch them double hand wave at the yep. camera. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> So, okay, Demi. Ha! I'm over so, her bullshit. I can't deal with her anymore. She, God, I just, she didn't commit the way I wanted her to ever. No. She just never, like, ugh. Like, I wanted her to be like Corinne. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. <laughs> she just I, 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 She's not, she's too dumb to be a conniving supervillain. And she's not outlandish enough and, and too, she's honestly, she's too self-aware to be a Corinne. So we, we get nothing with her. And she has this weird thing about her that drives me completely insane where she is just so high on her own bullshit. And she like thinks that what she's doing is like empowering. 
So she's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I called you a, a sloppy whore and then I blew raspberries <laughs> at you and saying I'm a little teapot. I was actually being mature because I'm mature. It's like, no, just because yeah. you say things, it doesn't make mean that it's true. And just because you're doing them as a woman, that doesn't make them like empowerment. <laughs> she's just, she's too much. She's too much. Yeah, but for some reason, the audience loves no, she her. Is, uh, she's a Coke dealer snorting her own supply. that And her supply they is all start bullshit. Screaming. And she's like, woo! Okay, and her laugh. Ah. <laughs> I can't. Um, so, but I will say that when they introduced all the women, the loudest screams were for Kaylin. And I don't fully get it. I get the strong story for people connecting with her, but it's just weird. There's like two sides to Kaylin. Because like one side of it, there seems like something about her that's not completely genuine, which sounds really bad. Right. And it's not just, it's not just pageant girl stuff, but maybe it is like, I think it's just like she turns on pageant girl when she's on camera, but then she does get vulnerable and human. And, and I like, that side of her, but I don't want it to just come from that. I want it to come from everything. And I'm not feeling that from her, I guess. And we can talk about that when they interview her a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. um, I mean, these are just most of the women that are on the bachelor and this goes, this goes for the bachelorette too, with the men. They're not people. These are like grotesque, like humunculi that are grown from like, toenails that have been lost at dance clubs in Bali. Like there, there's just like, <laughs> that's very specific. There, there's nothing about the, like they're just, <laughs> that really brought some, some, some imagery to my mind that I don't want back. Ever. Well, they, I mean, but they are right. They're, they're just like, they're bros <laughs> and, and just like, you know, just these super superficial people that, and by design, because we are getting to know them in the span of like a month and a half. And someone right. just has to have like a big enough boner for them to marry them after that same amount of time. So you just have all these stupid people. So the thing with Kaylin that's that's difficult for me is she does have this story and you're like, oh, wow, you're kind of a real person. Like it's it's always weird when someone, oh, you have a real job. Oh, you seem kind of interesting. Like that's always a, a surprise yeah. on the show. <laughs> And then on the other side of that is at the end of the day, you still can't shake that she is again like this this person grown in like a club girl petri dish, and that and yeah, it makes her there's seem something, there's something not genuine about it. Yeah, there's something just a little off. Um, but because Colton jumped a fence, we got to see some of the most dramatic bachelor moments, which made me happy. Um, okay, Jason and Molly, classic. Um, but here are the things that I lived for in this montage. Jake in Vienna, because that was such a shit show. And I I kind of want to go back and watch all of that again because man, was that hard to watch. It was just two people ripping each other new assholes on TV, and it was just great. Um, Ashley I crying. I don't know why they didn't like why they just showed one scene of her crying missed opportunity actually i crying is one of my favorite things in the whole world um and kelsey poe scares the living shit out of me yeah she's kind of yeah and I, she makes me uncomfortable 
she really scares me. And when she's lying on the ground, she's like, I think I'm having a panic attack. That was like one of the most chilling things I've ever seen on TV. It was. And I'm not going to say the other things that I think, because I don't want to get sued. (laughs) Um, But let's just leave it at that. Um, (laughs) So. After we watch all these moments, Chris Harrison is like, well, what do you think, girls? And they're like, well, you can't really ask anyone else to marry him, right? That'd be weird. (laughs) Um, We'll see. Uh, And now (laughs) Colton is here, ladies. We'll get to talk to him. And look, he's showering. The things that they do to Colton on this show are just so dumb. You know what? I'd rather watch anything. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Just anything. Um. So the girls start sharing their thoughts, and it's so weird how moony they're getting over him, too. They're all like, oh, my God, so hot. You know, I'm just like, can we? God, I want to go back to a simpler time in the world of Bachelor where, like, Twitter didn't exist because social media, but I think Twitter especially and, and Twitter discourse has made the bachelor so self-aware and they're not using this power for good. It's just, yeah. Like the Colton shower thing is just too much for me. And every little thing they do, you just see them kind of reacting to the Twitter discourse, but in the, the dumbest way, it's just, it's, it's like when brands on Twitter pretend to be people and I'm like, "Ah, you're making me uncomfortable. Please stop. Like I, I just, I can't deal with the bachelor doing that shit. Except if it's that fake Burlington Coat Factory account, because that was oh, that one of my fun, favorite fake. things on the internet. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's cold. Did you bring a coat? <laughs> uh, it was just like it was like that, or like you know, um, uh, real carrot facts. Like that's my. <laughs> yeah. I think DiGiorno did it okay for a while. Well, now it's but, just like like Sunny Delight's like, saying. yo, I'm depressed. And then Wendy's just like, it's okay, dog. Take time for self-care. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you talking to each other? <laughs> That's Stop weird. It. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though, when they should talk to each other. Anyways, we're not turning this into a yeah. social media but, but the, strategy the point is, is, is like um, podcast, but it a could A lot be. of things, especially <laughs> when they do like the live shows and, and, the, and the, you know, women tell all or whatever, it's so driven by just that social media discourse and it doesn't like stop showing Colton shower. You don't need to do it. Like it's funny right. because you keep doing it. And we're like, why the fuck are you doing it? It stops being funny when you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. It's not as funny anymore. All right. Rant over. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, well, well, you know, well, like on the first episode when they were like, if we get a hundred thousand or no, if we get 10,000 likes, didn't they aim really low? They're like, if we get 10,000 likes, I'm like, you've got like a million, a few yeah, million people minutes. watching this right now. Yeah. If we get 10,000, we'll show you this like compilation of Chris Harrison clips. Like, all right, cool. Um, you know, yeah, I think it kind of becomes like an echo chamber over time where it's just like, you thought this was funny and now we're going to do this funny thing. It's like an exhibit, you know, <laughs> I heard you liked Colton in the shower. So 
I hear you like Col- I put shower. Colton in a shower in your shower so that you can shower with Colton in your shower or whatever. Like, I couldn't. <laughs> Wouldn't that be if Exhibit hung up like a, a framed Yo. photo of Colton showering in your shower? <laughs> Yo, dog. <laughs> I heard you liked Colton showering. So I made a mini shower with a picture of Colton showering in it so that you can shower with Colton in your shower. Whatever it's like. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that is such an old reference at this point, And I feel Bring very back old Pimp for making my ride. it. <laughs> Millennials are killing Pimp My Ride by embracing public transportation. <laughs> How many exhibits could exhibit, exhibit, if exhibit could exhibit, exhibits? Um, <laughs> my brain's going into like a very specific meme wormhole right now. Okay, so, um, so the girls are, okay. So Demi was like, you know, well, I wasn't worried about it because I like to take control in the bedroom um, about Colton being yeah. a virgin. Um, then we start getting into all the lady oh. fighting uh, this season, and all of the fights were dumb, and none of them were fun to watch. And so, yeah. Um, Catherine, though, I really wanted Catherine to be more of a villain, and she was not. Was she even on the Women Tell All? She wasn't. No, was she, she was. She just didn't. She just didn't say. Oh, much. she was. She laid low. Well, okay. So let's talk about the people who weren't there. Um, Elise, that redhead, yeah. wasn't there. Which I kind of understand because, like you and I were talking about, we I don't think she knows how the show actually works. Yeah, she was just like, I'm done. And then Never Been Kissed wasn't there. Was anybody else not well, there? Never Been I'm, Kissed probably had to go important? back to her like Amish family, and then they locked her in a barn because she had escaped <laughs> to join The Bachelor. They were like, room spring yeah. us over. Um... That could be true. Good Amish reference, okay. by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, we live in Wisconsin. There's plenty of Amish around us. We should we should know about their culture. Um, so, okay. Oh, I had a brainwave during this whole thing, the whole Kalen versus Hannah thing, because I'm not even going to talk about Catherine or Anyanka making noise, whatever. Who cares? Um. But then Kaylin was like, when when Hannah was, you know, kind of like, this is what Kaylin's about, whatever, you know. And she's like, it's like lies that just like aren't true or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I just realized, oh, if all those women said Cassie and Kaylin didn't think they were ready to get engaged and then we see it's true for Cassie, then what do we think about Kaylin now? Anyone who maybe believed that she was in it for the right reasons. Yeah. I... She wasn't. She, wasn't. she never she was. Wasn't. Um, I don't think she was ever. Um, so, okay. Then we've got Tracy versus Demi and Anyeka versus Nicole and Courtney versus Demi. This was like the most that I ever thought about Courtney on the show. Um, yeah. And Chris Harrison was like, chill. All they did was scream everybody. at each other. There was nothing going on. Yeah, I don't really know what's happening. There's just a lot of yelling. Oh, oh yeah, I did. Okay, I forgot that Catherine was on it, but then I do have some notes about her in here and how I was surprised that she was 26. Makes me feel good about <laughs> myself. Um, And 
my dad, okay, bless his heart. Uh, he he looks at her and he goes, are her lips real? And I was like, Haha, no. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, you do whatever you want with your lips, but yeah, no, those aren't real. Uh, in no universe are those real. Um, okay. This is one of my biggest pet peeves on reality television shows in general because I watch enough reality TV that I see this everywhere where especially if they have something like this, a women tell all, a reunion or whatever, you know, a talk back type of thing where they start splitting hairs about bullying. Oh, God. Yeah. Also, also like, and I don't get it. They, they start splitting hairs about it, and and then she splits hairs just so she can bully her while she explains what bullying actually is to her. It's pretty fucking awesome. Like high level There's galaxy like this... brain bully move. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> that's a good reference. Um, <laughs> that was like someone going, "That's very funny." Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I couldn't. Like, I can't. There's this weird reality show definition of bullying that doesn't exist anywhere else in the real world that women use on reality TV to both feel victimized and remove themselves from being called a bully. Where it's like these strange things where it's I, – I'm just like – I don't know. I they, they give it this weight that I – don't see in the word, I guess. And maybe that's my failing. I don't know. But I'm like, if you do something that hurts someone's feelings and it's clear that you're only doing it for that reason, because it's not like it's unintentional. And then you keep doing it. And they say they're upset. Yeah. And then they say they're upset and they feel bullied. Then they're being bullied. Like that's it. And um, that's not like this whole, like, well, there has to be, this condition has to be met and this and this and this for it to be called bullying. It's like, no, you don't get to pick. You don't get to choose. If someone says they feel like they're being bullied and they're upset about it. And she, I mean, I think Nicole is pretty sensitive. I don't think she belongs on reality television, but she, I don't think she's making it up either. I think she was really upset about everything and if she says she felt bullied, then she felt bullied. You can't you can't argue a feeling. That's silly. So the whole like, well, I wasn't doing it because of this really extensive definition that I got on realitytvdictionary.com. I love that shit too. It's like, it's like uh, you know, actually you. Uh, Webster says that this is what a bully is. And I don't think on that because uh, my name is not under the definition. Ergo, I'm not a bully. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah. you're a bully also you're obviously. a dumbass because anyone you who know, like if you're in an argument you're like oh, well according <laughs> to the dictionary you automatically lose you're done shut up yeah yeah I don't want to hear you talk anymore about this dumb bullshit um but here's what I thought was interesting during all the yelling I did pick out and I'm surprised that Chris wasn't like wait what and maybe it's because they wanted to make Nicole look better but someone was like Listen, Nicole, you did say that some people weren't pretty enough to get a rose. <laughs> and I was like, that's so bitchy. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was like, that's great. So like, you know, I don't know. So she obviously wasn't innocent in all of it late either. But I do feel like she was, like I said before, like on an earlier episode, she was totally stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like she 
wanted to stand up for herself, but as she was doing that, she was totally, you know, digging her own grave. So, and she didn't really look much better on the show either. So, sorry. Ugh. Um, so, but they're while they're arguing or around the same time they're arguing, there's like more of Colton later. And there's like a shower image in the corner. More showers with Colton. <laughs> so dumb. He better get like a like a body wash contract out of all this. Jesus Christ. Um, so they get back from the commercial and oh. So Kaylin's mad at Katie because she didn't name names. And because of that, she threw everyone under the bus. And then in reaction to that, Katie's like, well, I was talking about you and Cassie. She's like, I'll do it now. Are you (laughs) dumb? Don't say anything. You could have made us wonder. But instead, she just revealed it. You know, it's like so silly. Yeah. And then Kaylin's like, no, my conversation with Cassie was like this, you know, and it was like, oh, if we, you know, if one of us gets to the end, I would hope you have the best thing happen to you and you're so happy in your situation. Pageanty bullshit. And Katie's like, no, that's not how it happened. I'm upset. And Kaylin's like, I am too. (laughs) And, uh, And, um, and Katie goes, see, you know, it's just like, it's just like what Hannah said. You're manipulative. And I was like, oh, you know, and Kayla and Katie's, sorry, Hannah's probably like, yeah, like this is must, must be what it feels like to place, you know, um, (laughs) I'm placing for once. Uh, and then Kaylin's all, I was in love and Kerpa gives the biggest eye roll ever. I appreciated that. Yeah, nobody is, is on and then, none of the women like Kaylin. No, not even Kerpa, and Kerpa's pretty quiet, and she was like, forget this. Um, and then Katie was like, did she say that she was sliding into Dean's DMs? I, I don't know. Is no, that what I heard? I, I think she just said sliding into DMs. I Maybe swear she said, she said Dean's. Dean's. I, yeah, I don't know. Because cause then someone afterwards said, yeah, it's not a good look to slide into the DMs of former okay, that contestants. That makes sense. It probably was Dean then. Slide so, into Dean's I think she DM. said Dean. <laughs> let's wait. Let's see if I can Google it quickly while we're, while we're recording. Kaylin, Dean. Wait, you got to make internet noises. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Okay, Kaylin and Dean. Everything Whoa. we know right now. Twitter went crazy Tuesday night when Katie Morton suggested that Kaylin Miller Keys had slid into Dean Unglert's DMs. Was that true, though? Uh, the Bachelor Women Tell All was full of crazy bombshells. This is from Fansided, except this Um, This one was a little more on the subtle side. When Katie Morton finally spilled the tea on what she allegedly heard Kaylin Miller Keys saying on a Bachelor bus, crap hit the fan. The two duked it out, and Katie dropped the biggest surprise in the mall. She claimed that Kaylin was sliding into one Dean's DMs. To Bachelor Nation, there's only one Dean that matters. It's Dean Unglert, former Bachelor and sweetheart turned VIP drama queen. He hasn't really been on anyone's nice list since its stint on Bachelor Winter Games, so it's totally believable when Kerpa Sudik backed up Katie's comments by calling the Dean in question another cast member. So yeah, Kerpa said something about there being another cast member. Um, Here's the only twist. They don't have much of a relationship on social media. They don't even follow each other on Instagram. 
Oh shit. Um, let's see. Now this doesn't mean that Kalen didn't slide into Dean's DM. It's, it's still very possible that they've been chatting on the side somehow Insta or no Insta. It's also worth noticing, noting that Dean is very much available since last we checked, he was subtly shading his winter games X and vowing never to date within the franchise right. again. Read all about that nonsense here. I'm going to bookmark is- that for later. Our verdict, not into it. Dean may be dreamy, but he's not exactly a drama-free pick for Kalen. If this former pageant queen really wants to keep her reputation on the up and up, she should This sounds like bullshit. Clear. Also, wh- how far has, has a meme fallen when, like, there's no tea being spilled on, on The Bachelor tell-all. There's not being much told here. Like, realistically, yeah. what did we get from this episode of, you know, the, the tell-all episode? that we didn't already know. The Dean thing is, the, yeah, is the, Dean, the Dean thing though. is surprising. Um, That's the only thing where you stop and go, Oh, although I, apparently it's bullshit. But other than that, and the blooper reel and the fact that uh, Demi can fit 19 pepperonis in her mouth at once. That's good. That was and impressive. It, it's a good way that to link very... her previous comment about how uh, Colton would be missing out in the fantasy suite. It, it all comes together. I that was one of my favorite Demi moments, I have to say. It's the only time was, she was endearing. I was 100% there for it. I thought that was great. Um, I'm reading another I'm, I'm reading another uh, article from Refinery29 about it. Um, all, the, all the hot journalism outlets. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Women Tell All ringleader Harrison steered the conversation away from a wild, fascinating Unglert reference and towards Hannah Brown's read of former rival Miller Key's alleged bachelorette conversation. Therefore, the only facts we're left with is that at least two bachelor contestants believe Miller Key's attempted to hit up Unglert likely before production of Underwood season even began since no one has cell phone access during filming. Um, and then, yeah, they also notice that they don't follow each other on social media. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, that was fun to speculate though. Um, so where were we? But anyway, that's what I heard. And I was like, but what? Um, so maybe if they're both in paradise again, something yeah. might happen there. Maybe. You never know. So Hannah B. Um, I didn't ever really like Hannah B on the show, no. but I liked her on this, Women Tell This All. is also, okay, so now I'm going to get into my theory. I will put money on this, 100 bucks right now. The next Bachelorette is going to be Hannah B. Because. Whoa. That would you be You want to talk about internet pandering, okay? She's the most likable for sure. Okay, so Chris Harrison, and you can go back, watch this. Watch Chris Harrison's body language. Watch, watch how he talks to her, talks about her. And like, <clears throat> There's this part where he says, like, oh, I hope you find fierce love. So now I just picture, like, they they release the info. The next Bachelorette is Hannah B. Hashtag fierce love. Like, it's a whole thing. And then oh. the, just, like, when he has her redo the post and he's like, yeah, everybody deserves a second chance at love and blah, blah, blah. And then... So the, the entire time I'm thinking this, I'm like, you are telegraphing this real bad, buddy. Like, this is quite clear to me that this is what you guys are angling for. And then if you if you look at the Instagram page for The Bachelor, they uh-huh. have that picture of Harrison and her doing like the the second like the the makeup toast basically. 
And it literally yeah. says something like, it's like, everybody needs a second chance. Winky face. I mean, come on. Come on. Oh, shit. How, uh, you, they're totally telegraphing this. I'm not exactly Nostradamus when it comes to this shit, but uh, come on. Okay, so I might have checked spoilers. Okay. Do I owe someone $100? Do you want me to tell you? Should we, we tell our shouldn't. audience? I, I think they're listening for recaps. If we, if we ruin this for them, they'll probably be upset. I'm not going to say shit, but I did look at I did look at spoilers okay. just okay. now. I couldn't handle it. I'm like, I'm such an addict for spoilers. Well, I'll tell you what. Don't tell the audience uh, and don't tell me. And then when I'm right, I will throw my back out patting myself. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a deal. Um, so, okay. Oh, I also wrote, who is this Jane and why is she trying to be relevant? Uh, top rower. Um, top rower, not relevant. Goodbye. You're trying to get on paradise. It ain't going to happen. Um, and man, this season of women reminded me about how much I loved Ari's women and how much better they were. Yeah. And it was just disappointing. Yeah. I just seriously, there's so many women on that season that I was like, I would be friends with you and you're all smart to leave him. This one's like, <laughs> yeah, guys the guy's the okay, I guess, but you're all really boring. So who cares? You all yeah, deserve I'm each like, other. Um, yeah, basically. I don't really have a favorite, but I did really, yeah, but I did really like the way that Hannah B was coming forward. So I see what you're saying. Um. <sighs> Courtney, the Courtney and Demi thing, I don't even really want to talk about because the, I do agree with Demi's argument where it's like, why are you telling me that I'm too young to be on the show when you're younger than me? That's yeah. dumb. Um, but Demi on this show started reminding me of Tommy Laren and it was really bothering me. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. There were some things that were bordering on where I was like, oh, are you going to, well, I mean, mm, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, yeah, it just got like real cringy for me. And I was like, why do I want you to be more like Corinne, the person who has a servant? Should yeah, Corinne, I do? Corinne owns um, But be yeah. more like her. So and I was like, that's, that's better than what you're doing. Um, and the whole cancer thing was so stupid too, where she was like, this was another, this is like another People on reality TV like to latch onto something and become the victim. You know, like same with bullying. Now, I, I'm not saying that Nicole wasn't bullied because I think she was, but they, but it's like you really, it's like you're on a show that's gonna manufacture drama. You can't be surprised when it happens to you, especially if you know you're a sensitive human, you know? And and all this fake outrage is like flopping in sports. You know what I mean? Where it's like, where it's like, oh, like you called me the cancer of the house to call me something that's a disease that kills so many people. <laughs> How dare you? I was like, shut up. That's so dumb. Like, I'm going to put a like, $10 donation in your name to the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. God. Yeah, <laughs> I wore all pink today for that reason. It's just like, come on. Like, you know, and I know that your outrage is bullshit. You're not really that upset by it. And and saying someone's the cancer of the house is like such a reality TV show line. It's just as much of a line as, you know, I've got my walls up or I'm being vulnerable. So just stop. But I, but also like, 
don't come for Demi with anything. You're not going to win because it's like her arguments are either like like irrational, they don't make sense, or they're really immature. Like there's there's no yeah, winning. No, no. She she is self absorbed and she has like fucking brain worms. There's you cannot you can't you yeah. can't talk to her about stuff. She's not there's there's no way that you could possibly change her mind on anything or have her engage in any sort of self reflection. Right. So she's not going to be like, oh, you're right. That was inside. Instead, she comes back with, I will say that this was a good comeback where she was like, you, why, you know, like, okay, maybe not cancer, but you were more like bed bugs. I forgot you were there, but then you just kept annoying the shit out of me. I was like, that was a good line. I don't know who wrote that for her, but good job. Um, so, so now let's talk about Demi. Um, and when they when they like play her clip package, she goes ah at the beginning, and my dad and I were like, oh. <laughs> um, and then and then when she gets on the phone with her mom, she's like, "Hi, mommy." And my mom goes, or no, my dad. My dad goes, "Did you get the file and the cake, mommy?" <laughs> and I was like, "Dad, she said she was out of prison at this point. Remember." Um, but I do think she – I mean, I, yeah, the thing that's hard about Demi is if she had just been more real on the show, I think she would have been way more likable. And she maybe could have been a front runner for Bachelorette because she's really pretty. She's got an interesting story. And when she starts talking about real moments, I, I, I fell for it. When she's like, you know, I don't feel like I'm good enough and I hate that feeling. No one's ever loved me back and – I was like, oh, God, you know, like, that's really sad. But then I started looking up what her mom did to deserve prison Didn't she time like again. she, like, bad checks or was it, like, money laundering? It was some financial stuff, right? Right. So here's the here's the scoop. Um, so she went to jail for embezzlement and recently got out. But she also served time for embezzlement in 2007. And she has a number of other charges charges on her record. She committed grand theft, violated her probation, and even committed forgeries. So it's not like it was like a oh, I was I had a really hard moment and I learned and grew from it. Like she made that mistake ten years ago, and then she was like, "Well, that didn't go so well for me, but you know what? I bet it's gonna be fine this time." <sighs> Goodness. So, oh, Demi. Um, your mom is yeah. like a character on Orange is yeah. the New Black. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm just kind of like not to say that, you know, being inauthentic is in her blood. But yeah. So, okay. Nicole, I don't, oh, we can just go through this one fast. Um, I don't remember her crying as much as she actually did on the show for some reason. And someone was like, she's a new Ashley I. And I was like, no. Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, the only no. thing I remember it, is her having that like really long argument that just grated on me forever. I didn't remember her crying that much either. Yeah. Ashley I's sister is the new Ashley I. Shut up. Um, oh, also, I forgot to talk about in the most dramatic moments. I felt so bad for Carly. That whole Carly and Kirk thing really pissed me off when it happened. Anyway. And I was so mad at Kirk because I was like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And not to quote Tyra Banks, but it just happened. Um, but like, 
he was from Wisconsin and I like wanted him to like I first of all I wanted him to win the bachelorette and then he didn't and then and then I was like oh he's on you know paradise I don't know if it was called paradise then because it was a while ago um and then he was like a total asshole on the show and I was like Kirk I wanted you to look so damn good <laughs> and you went through cancer you went through cancer and people hate you that's impressive so talk about the cancer in the house anyway um a lot of Nicole stuff was just really cringy. Um, the brother stuff was really sweet. I'm not like that cynical, but like the whole Cuban American thing got really cringy. And when Chris Harrison was like talking about her fiery side, I just like really was super uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Um, and then. I didn't quite make the connection about like why is she getting years. I didn't understand. I know. I, I actually I rewound it because I was just like, what the fuck? And I, I still don't understand. It. Yeah, that's what, that was our experience too. We we're like, did we miss something? But I think it was just because you know it's like, oh well, you know, you're a girl yeah. and you're crying a lot, so that's I have the some conclusion ice cream. That I came and I was to. like, that's. Stupid. I was like, wait, oh, because she loves um, ice cream or she loves Halo Top or she mentioned ice cream on the show, and they go. No, we're just sexist and Halo Top wanted to give you free ice cream for a year. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, because you cry. Yeah, it's like, this was just how we figured we would Eat throw this in. And that's why we showed, <laughs> it's like, that's why we showed all these clips of you crying. Um, yeah, okay. So there's another, so here's another reality show reference. Um, God, I watch a lot of trash TV. So um, on Vanderpump Rules this season, um, Raquel talked about how she was real like she's kind of I mean she's like there's just no light on upstairs that's the nicest way to put it and she was talking about how she, like she always got like called dumb in school because she like wasn't good at school surprise <laughs> and she yeah and she was really bad at like multiplication tables and because she was bad at it like it was like it was something about ice cream that like she didn't get you, you she didn't get enough scoops. Like I think it was like, you know, like a sticker chart where it's like you didn't get enough scoops on your ice cream to pass something. And then like if you got enough scoops, you'd actually get an ice cream party and she never got enough scoops for an ice cream party. So then she had to go into another room and watch Winnie the Pooh and she's hated Winnie oh. the Pooh to this day. And I was like, well, that would be the perfect person to give ice cream to. <laughs> yeah, that that's the person you know? who deserves it. Like I was like, that's a natural Halo Top spot. And I and I and watching it, I was like, well, Halo Top better get on the Vanderpump Rules reunion this year and give Raquel some goddamn ice cream because if anybody deserves it, it's that woman. First of all, her boyfriend is cheating on her left and right, and everybody knows it but her. And she never got ice cream as a kid. Give that woman some ice cream, damn it. Um so okay. So then <laughs> Hannah B comes up and everyone's like, yes, beast. Um, and they pinky swear on the show. And I will say this was another thing I liked about Colton is he was like, you have to bite your thumb. And I was like, I do that. Um, but this is like kind of when you start to see when Colton's about to dump someone, he says he appreciates oh, yeah. them. And then he dumps them. Um uh, but she she said she's got a hard she's had a hard time being vulnerable because pageants and because she admits that she looks more real than Kaylin. Yeah, well, um, 
I was kind of, I mean, I like her more than I liked her, but I'm still not like that excited yeah, by her. Yeah. You know what I mean? She doesn't. But she gets to toast again. Good for her. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. She doesn't have. There's nothing that's like super compelling about her that makes me think she'll be a good yeah. bachelorette. Like, what, what are her defining characteristics? I don't know. Well, and that's why I'm saying, like, out of all of the contestants, I would say Tasha's mm-hmm. the she's best. She's interesting. Pick. There's, there's something there. So, and yeah, that's, she's that's interesting. Like, she's like, yeah. fun and bubbly. Yeah. The, the formula is you have to be super pretty, which easy if you're on The Bachelor. Uh, you have to have yeah. like above the baseline bachelor contestant in personality. So you just have to be moderately interesting. And then above all, the audience right. needs to love you. And she's pretty. Yeah. But she's not demonstrably more pretty than any of the other girls that happen to be there. I don't think her personality is better in any way compared to a lot of the girls. It's not the same. And I also, is the audience really crying out for her? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, for for Hannah. Yeah. Hey, for Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, I agree with you where it's like you can see how they're, yeah, trying, they're trying to make, to make Hannah happen, a thing. Stop trying but, to make Hannah a thing. Yes. Stop trying to make Hannah happen. She's not going to happen. Like maybe you should just have more diversity in your bachelorettes and then you just fucking pick Tasha. The most interesting person. Plus, her dad was so fun to watch. And he was my fa- like one of my favorite dads on the show ever. And I really do think they could do something cool oh, totally. with that. You know, I'm just like, he's so sweet. <laughs> like, he's just such a nice guy. I think he would be really fun to watch. And her brothers were fun. Her mom was so sweet. It was like, that was like the best family to watch in the hometowns. And that was just like the whole family was auditioning and they all did a great job. So I was just kind of like, ugh. Um, I know they're not going to pick her, but that's what I want. Yeah. They, they never pick who I want or very rarely do they pick who I want. Um, Kaylin, uh, my mom thinks she's not likable, but then they start talking about all the hard stuff. And then I think my mom felt bad. <laughs> that's um, the thing too. She's like, she's fake. And then she talks about that stuff. You're like, Oh no, I forgot about that part. And you're like, no, I'm a terrible person, you know? Uh, but then once again, my mom goes, give that girl some Kleenex. Um, <laughs> um, so Yeah. Everyone's like Bachelor Nation loves you for being so vulnerable. And I do think it's cool. Like it is cool when people share like vulnerable stories and other people can relate to it and they reach out like just like, you know, in a very much less traumatic way. I really relate to Tasha because I've been through what she's been through. So and she kind of came out the other side of it the same way that I did. So and it's and it's interesting to see that because. I've met people who come out the other side so bitter <laughs> and negative and she's so like positive about it. And like, like it was just a really big learning experience and like I've grown so much as a person and I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel, you know? And so like, of course I relate to her and I like her and I'm, and so I can see why Kaylin's so likable for that reason where it's like, if somebody went through that, they would, yeah. they would connect with her. Um, and, but <laughs> Oh God, I don't know if I should say this. Um, <laughs> I'll just say that someone in the house, um, right after this talk, 
spoke about one of the oh, top dear. row women <laughs> having some some boobs on her, and I'm not going to say who it was. <laughs> I Could was have even honestly, been me. Like, just going to say it someone was, said it. Was it. Hard, okay, because just the way that everything was framed, because she was a top rower, and so they they basically like yeah. cut her head off and were sort of like emphasizing her top row, which was very out there. So yeah, it was weird. Cause I, I was watching it and then I like, I went to the, the kitchen to grab something to drink and I walked back and I was like, what are all those boobs doing there? Like it was just like, it was disorienting <laughs> compared to what I was used to seeing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just strange too. Cause it was like, we're going to talk about sexual assault and now yeah, we're going to zoom in on boobs and goobs over here. It's weird. It's like, God, like, why do you do this to me, Bachelor? Um, and then coming up next, bloopers. Just kidding, though, because Colton's Shower coming out boy. first. Um, here, here are my thoughts about Colton. He had way too yeah, much bronzer on. <laughs> and it was really distracting. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I didn't take a lot of notes at the end of this, really. I, I kind of was over it at this point because I was like, he's not going to tell us anything about the things that we haven't seen yet. So what do I care that he's on? Like, and there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of that. Oh, we have to talk about this hard moment that we had. And we sit together and someone's crying. He didn't really have that. So, you know, everyone was just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know, God, I, I don't know. I was just, there's Colton. There's something weird about Colton. Like he looked, I think he's been laying off the snacks since since the uh, the shooting stopped, or maybe he like yeah. went into a dark hole and just lifted heavy things a lot in between the uh, the season. Yeah, he does look a he does look a little more swole than normal. Um, and then uh, so then someone asked him if he's still a virgin. And it's like he's not going to tell you. Shut the fuck up. Um, and and then they're like, well, let's see a show of hands. And then like Courtney was like one of the only people who was like, yeah, I think he's still a virgin. <laughs> but I did. I do think it was funny when Demi called her out for not talking to him. And that's like the only thing she said to him. I'm like, you are so awkward. <laughs> you are truly awkward. I don't know what to say about you. But oh, my God. Um, oh, the fence jump thing. OK, one thing that I thought was really funny is once again, Colton ties it back into food where he's like, well, I thought I was going to run into production like a snack tent or like another tent that had food in it or possibly that popcorn tent he just or like the some fence kind of snacks. food. And then like I just <laughs> he's like, but then I just kept running and there was nothing. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, shit. Um, you know, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, OK, so yeah. we end with bloopers. Right? Or is there more? Yeah, we end with bloopers. Okay, yeah. So I wrote Demi fitting all the sausage in her that's, mouth at That's one pretty time much the it. biggest take. Like, it's your standard <laughs> shit, but also it, it was awesome that yeah, um, yeah, Demi could fit all the pepperonis in her mouth. Yeah, that was so good. Like, and then she was like, and I got a big mouth. And she's just <laughs> like taking them out. And you're like, ugh. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, you're my best friend. Uh, I was like, if you just did that all the time, we'd be friends. You can obviously tell what I appreciate in a friend. Um, oh, and when the light fell and Big Eyes caught it. And she yeah, just which goes, is I like, if it. you had to sum up her entire personality, <laughs> that's it 
right there. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. also the the standard bachelorism of here's a bunch of women that see bugs and freak out like they love doing that (laughs) yeah rachel or no rachel uh katie katie screams so loud (laughs) um oh and apparently colton says i didn't know he had a catchphrase until you put it all together so they cut they cut his whole catchphrase out it seems like yeah, he's like, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. Or we just like, it happened so sporadically. He does seem like the kind of guy who would have a catchphrase, let's then. be honest. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was, I thought it was, are we going to go after this food now or what? Um, <laughs> so, oh, and then all of the dog love was cute. That was nice. Um, so what do you think is going to happen well, next week? Cassie is. <laughs> with another two night special the problem is, Jeez, is nothing Louise. interesting is going to happen Cassie's not going to come back Um, he's not going to pick Tasha. He he's just he's going to go with the you know the, the great southern bell here with no personality that's the only choice other Hannah that's I mean Hannah G not Hannah B other Hannah <laughs> I, I don't He's they're going to they're going to do the bachelor thing. They're going to play the dramatic music. They're going to, you know, make it seem like it's a big deal. He has jumped the fucking fence. They're going to get him back. They're going to make this whole thing. There's going to be a lot of Colton cam. Mark my words. Where they, and they're going to try. He's going to talk to the camera and be like, oh, I had to do all this soul searching, and blah, blah, blah. And then we're just going to get a super generic milk toast ending to this season, which has been pretty generic. By bachelor standards, and I I bet you money, Hannah G goes home with Colton, and Hannah B is your next bachelorette. Those those are my two guarantees. Go to Vegas, put down money on it. <laughs> I feel like I can't you, say anything because you know stuff. Because you're a because I know what happens. Why do you do this to yourself? I know stuff. Um. Sometimes I think it's more fun to watch it that way. And then sometimes I get sad. So maybe next maybe next season yeah. I won't look at any spoilers. But I will say that it was an interesting season knowing the spoilers um, anyway. So uh, I'm just going to hold my cards until next week uh, when we find out the exciting conclusion to treat boys. Love you, adventures. treat boy. <laughs> Bye. Until next time. Bye.